should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to the post-grand final show here at Radio Chase. We've got Charles Firth, Andrew Hanson and me, Dom Knight. How exciting was the grand final? And it's it's just going to be grand final, grand final, grand final for this entire show. It is. It, There's nowhere else to go. MG is good. We yeah. are the best rugby league show on the network. Andrew Hanson, your thoughts? <laughs> well, we, we, well, let's cancel the grand final talk for the entire show. I'd, I'd rather talk about other stuff. So first up, daylight saving. Well, we've just come off that in the weekend. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. There's a lot of debate about daylight saving. What do you think? The only person who can solve this is our in-house intrepid reporter, Charles Firth. Let's hear it. There's a war over daylight saving. It's the ultimate battle over one massive issue. Is it called daylight saving or daylight savings? Or daylight savingses? That's not the only war over daylight savingses. Some people love it, but others hate it so bad they're planning to nuke the sun out of the sky. Luckily, I'm Charles Firth, and I'm here to first explain daylight savings. Or daylight savingses. Oh, thank God you're here, Firth. Like all good Aussie institutions, Daylight Saving was thought up by a Kiwi and started in Germany. The idea is to give everyone jet lag twice a year so people who can't afford overseas holidays don't feel left out. I'm so grateful. That's not the only upside. Daylight Savings cheers us up with light after work. But only for half the year. Because no one wants to be happy in winter. Being happy makes me so unhappy. And the best thing about Daylight Savy Pops, it guts your energy bills by forcing the lazy sun to work harder. Go on, work harder, you sun. Get a real job. All sounds sunny so far. And sure, people love DS when it ends because they get to sleep in like a dull, bludging environmental scientist. But let's see how this dozy hippie likes waking up five hours early. Wake up! Oh, God! Oh, oh God, you scared the hell out of me. Welcome to standard time. Well, you set the clocks back five hours, Firth. That's not standard time. Ha! You call yourself a scientist. I don't. I'm an actor you hired for your report. You're not even paying me the award. I mean, I insist that... But forget all these biffs over dailing savos. The solution is simple. Each and every person should get to decide whether they operate on daylight saving or standard time. Well, I'm not sure you thought that through. Like, train drivers, for instance, it's it's kind of essential that they all agree. Then everyone gets to be happy. Except in winter. I'm first with the facts, and I'll be back same time tomorrow, depending on which time system I select. Radio Chaser, Triple M. The Cure on Triple M. This is Radio Chaser, the special post-grand final edition. I know we were joking about daylight saving in the first break, but what an extraordinary... People are so up in arms about the oh. refereeing in the grand final, Charles. You would feel so robbed if you're a Raiders supporter, wouldn't you, Don? But but let's not talk about that now. Let's just uh, talk more about daylight saving. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the grand final for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, Don't I mean, go anywhere. 
Don't you think? Because when did daylight savings happen? That was like over Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. Saturday night. Does everyone else feel like death? Like, because yeah. you know how it only you put your clocks forward one hour. It <sighs> felt like four hours this morning. At least, and the older I get, Charles, the longer the jet lag lasts. It yes. knocks me out for like two weeks. What is this wrong bloody with daylight you two? saving? It's well, awful. No, the, well, the, the problem is that we've, t- well, I've turned 44 and Andrew's 45 now. Oh, yeah. And I think that once you reach that threshold age, I actually, I mm. actually have a plan for this, which is I think that there should be exemptions for people over the age of 44 yeah. that they don't have to engage in the daylight saving system. So you could just mm. be at a yeah. different time zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over 44s just mm. have. A normal time zone. Well, you're pretty and, slow off the mark as it is, and, Charles. And you, you, bright, young, sprightly, how old are you? I'm 42, Don't... so yeah, I exactly. was fine. I didn't even notice that. I kind of, late on the, in the day, I was kind of like, oh, hang on. It must what? be daylight saving. I didn't even notice it all. But do, do you agree, Andrew, like the, the essentially, would you support my proposal that we just... Well, I need the exemption because I reckon, because I'm now at the point where whether there's an exemption or not, I'm going to spend the next six months just one hour out of whack anyway. Because I can't catch up. I just cannot catch up. What if you got a, a week's holiday during the daylight saving? So you get a whole week mm. off mm. to sort of... Catch up it, in ten minute increments. You get six still, days. No, it still wouldn't. It still no. wouldn't help. I actually do do it. I actually do slice it up into three days mm. of, tr- of twenty minute increments, right? <laughs> and I wake up. I do. I wake up twenty minutes earlier each day to try and gradually get into my system. Mm. And then I. So then I wake up a wet, an hour earlier this morning. Uh, feel like death and just slept for an hour. Yeah, if you've just back, joined us uh, here on Radio Chaser, you might not have heard the show before. You might be thinking, yeah. those Chaser guys who used to do all that really fun out there, really quite <laughs> wild stuff, what are they like in middle age? The answer is this. Oh, no, the I, two men widging about daylight saving, the most I, innocuous thing ever to happen. I think I've actually got the solution, though. I think what oh. actually has to happen is for everyone over the age of 44, you just cut an hour each day out of your work. Right? Oh, right. And yes, I reckon we should yes. cut three to four out of our work. Charles, if you cut three to four <laughs> out of your day, this show would be a lot better. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Grand final, 14 to eight, and back to back for the Roosters. What an extraordinary achievement that was, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Yep. Mm, we don't want to hear about that now. Put a pin in it for later. No. We, want, we want to build up to our coverage of it. Don't want to hear about that now, because there's a thief on the loose. This is what concerns me, guys, Dom and Charles. The thief on the loose. He's stolen none other than the 2017 Melbourne Cup. Oh, that's right? sport. We're talking about sport. Well, it's a bit of sport, but it's bad sport news. Like the Melbourne Cup's got. Apparently, there's one every year. There's a different sort of cup, you know. So that each year, the winner takes like a replica of the. Yeah, main... there's a fresh cup made each year. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. But this wow. this cup. Has, has who knows where it is? It was apparently it was on display in a cafe. I can't understand why that would be the case. That's very odd. I don't is, know. Is it like an order you can get like small, medium, large, or Melbourne Cup for your last time? Yeah, well, well you could in the Melbourne. Maybe in the it Melbourne was Cup. The intern barista or something like thought that it was a spare cup to use. <laughs> the keep cup. He was trying to be woke. It's like yeah, no, it no, it's not cup. not a disposable cup. I've got the Melbourne Cup here. <laughs> I'll serve you the. B- Latte in the Melbourne Cup. I'd enjoy that. Yeah. Environmentally friendly. A well, cappuccino. it's gone. 
No, well, you can't have it, Dom, because it's gone, right? Somebody's stolen it. But there could be things like, I mean, how, what are they going to do? What's the thief going to do? If you've stolen the Melbourne Cup, how do you sell it? <laughs> yeah, good point. It's pretty obvious, isn't it, that it's the Melbourne Cup that you've got. I mean, you're not going to offload that okay, very easily. Unless you easily. Cummings or, or yeah. another business actually well, I don't know. I just wonder what went down in the pawn shop. Have a listen. Hello, welcome to Desperado's Pawn Shop. Oh, hi. How much for this trophy? Well, let me have a look. Bloody hell, this is the Melbourne Cup. No, 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 no. no. It's uh, it, it's just a, a, a children's tennis trophy. Looks like the Melbourne Cup. It's not the Melbourne Cup. Then why is it cup-shaped and engraved with a picture of a smiling horse and the words Melbourne Cup? Uh, oh, my mistake. Yeah, no, I mean, it is the Melbourne Cup. You didn't steal this, did you? No, no, I, I won it. You? You won the Melbourne Cup? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a jockey. But you're seven feet tall. I was so happy to win. <clears throat> I, I put on weight. Look, I'm sorry, sir, but did, did you have any paperwork to prove this trophy wasn't stolen? Uh, yeah, here you go. This is a sticky note. Hmm? You just wrote genuine trophy on it in purple texter. All right, all right, forget about the Melbourne Cup. How much for this pop star that I found at the same time? What's this? Taylor Swift. Well, this is the most inauthentic thing I've ever seen. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Yes, and now it's, sorry, finally time to talk NRL Grand Final, the biggest day of the year in sport in, uh, in Actually, Sydney. I'll just interrupt you there, Dom, because I want to talk about uh, sugar-free ice cream. Oh, yeah, instead. we'll get to the footy later. All yeah, right, we'll cool. get to the footy later. Um, so, one triple three five three. I want everyone to in Sydney to call in because I've got a bit of a question, um, which I'll get to in a sec, which is my sister-in-law... Uh, Gave me some sugar-free ice cream last night. Oh, that's right. have nice. You, have you ever heard of this? For your, for your diet? Well, she had a tub of it in her fridge and yeah. she said, try this, right? Right. It is the worst thing ever. Like, out of everything. <laughs> out of all the things ever to exist. Yes. And, out and, of everything. And the, and the worst <laughs> thing is I had my kids with me. And before I could sort of clock what was going on, because I was so shocked by this... She'd given it to them. Like, their oh. lives are now ruined. They now know about oh. the existence of sugar-free ice cream. That's terrible of you. I mean, that, that, that casts a blight over their childhoods. Ah, this is, yeah, no, this, is, this is something that they have to... They will go to their grave knowing that it exists. It, ha, having that taste in their mouth. What is the they're, taste? They're What's innocent. so offensive about it, Charles? Describe your... Uh... Experience. I, I, I don't think I can. I don't think I would be allowed under the law to describe what it tastes like. <laughs> it is just the worst thing ever. Imagine the worst thing ever, and then imagine putting it in your mouth. <laughs> and that's, that's sugar-free. That's ice sugar-free cream. ice cream. What do they use? Hang on. What do they? So does, is it sweet at all? No, or? no, it's sugar-free, Andrew. So it just tastes like cr- milk. It, it, does it or it what? Tastes cream? like no. Yeah, it tastes like it's milk a, that's cold, and then. This one was chocolate sugar-free ice cream, right? And right. so it sort of tasted a bit like dirt as well because I, I presume it's cocoa powder or something like that. Is it? Right. So it's like just digging up a frozen cow and sucking on it. Yeah, but worse. <laughs> so you're asking, Cindy, yeah. one, two, three, five, three. Yeah. Is there anything that, what, is worse, tastes yeah. worse? Than... Is there anything in the world at all worse than sugar-free ice cream? Or or is that is that it? Is that like... Uh, I could think of... Some a couple of things. I reckon sultanas are worse. Nah, I can't, oh, I, sultanas my, are worse. I can't stand those things. My daughter Wrinkly loves little brown things. 
horrible thing. No, but, but sultanas are at least natural. Sultanas are something which sort of exist even if mm. humans didn't exist. Like they're just dried grapes, right? Oh, Whereas, well, what about, what about stale corn thins? I, I reckon they are the absolute worst thing ever. Stale corn, like not fresh corn thins, are, uh, you know, they're not great. Again, the, no, no. I think sugar-free ice cream, the, the thing is, at least you can put a corn thin, it, like they have been at some point good. Mm. You know, Actually, like, well, they're not Actually, now. I've got a contender now that I think of it, yeah. which is my wife the other day, she had a, a particular craving for marshmallows. Mm. She just really wanted marshmallows. Yep. But for some reason, she brought uh, she bought sugar-free marshmallows. And I tried one. <laughs> and have you ever had, you know those oh. earplugs, those sort of foam earplugs that you get for a concert and put them in your ear? Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 the consistency was exactly like that. Uh, but it, it tasted it tasted like a terrible cover band of uh, version of a marshmallow. <laughs> like there was a, it was as though someone had eaten a marshmallow maybe 30 years ago, had forgotten most of the flavour, and just tried to recreate a little hint of it. One triple three five three. Is there anything in the world at all? Doesn't have to be food. It can be anything worse than sugar-free ice cream. Daniel in North Richmond, what do you think? Well, mate, I haven't tried that sugar-free ice cream, but I reckon, uh, mate, that can butcher drink, mate. I've tried that, and oh. that is that is freaking terrible, mate. Oh, I reckon I got to get more flavour out of it than the newspaper, mate. <laughs> a bottle of bacteria. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you're sort yeah. of right in a way, which is like sugar-free ice cream is basically the kombucha of the ice cream world, isn't it? Because yeah. it's sugar-free. Yeah, kombucha yeah. has no, no sugar. Yeah, my father-in-law is—he's he's not big on kombucha. He hasn't even tried it. He just won't. He says, no, no. I just said, but won't you try it? He said, no. I'm not going to try it. I just know that it's terrible. David in Blacktown, the worst thing ever to exist. What's yours? Uh, I've got to say, uh, any flavour of sorbet. Sorbet, <laughs> any flavour, yeah, you know, like like a lemon sorbet or something like that. But no, yeah, yeah, lemon sorbet. I guess just like a replacement for ice cream. It's it's crap. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, see, I actually, I actually disagree with you. Ben and Jerry sorbet, which I think is well mm. worse than ice cream for you, is actually quite nice. Yeah, but the Ben and Jerry sorbet is pr- probably full of cream. <laughs> so, that's why it's so nice. Yeah. All right. As long as you have it full of cream, it's great. Jenna yeah. in Angadine, the worst thing ever in the world. What's yours? Coriander. Coriander? Oh, a lot of people hate that. Yeah. No, cor- Look, I know this divides people. I've got to say, I, I'm standing up for the, the people who love a bunch of coriander. I love a bunch of coriander in my face and my mouth. What's your problem with coriander, Jenna? Apart from the fact that it tastes like soap, it's the cat bum herb of the world, <laughs> I'm allergic to it as well, so oh, it doesn't yeah. help. It's a double Ooh. whammy. All right. I've always thought that they should unban marijuana and ban coriander instead. I think it was maybe a mistake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, coriander's very good to smoke, Charles. <laughs> we'll go to Adrian in Kingsgrove. The worst thing ever. What's yours? Deer liver. Now we're talking. That sounds what? really disgusting. What's deer liver? Deer liver. Well, I was in Canada about 20 years ago. And I went hunting with these wild Canadians, and um, one of the things that uh, a few of them like to do is um, get the liver of the deer and cook it up with some onion. I've heard about it before, Whoa. so I sat down to the table, and as soon as I bit into this deer liver, it just like exploded in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> it, 
coated my mouth, and literally what? the flavour of this deer liver it stuck with me for three weeks. <laughs> Adrian, I think I you've... ate after it, which was terrible. Three weeks. I think you've turned most of Sydney vegetarian at this point. That's genuinely disgusting. Nice one, Jason and Engadine. Finally, the worst thing ever. What is it? Yeah, it's similar demographic. It's sugar-free zuba doobers. I didn't know that was a thing. Isn't the whole point of a zuba doober to have sugar? Yeah, is it? It's just food colouring in a tube. <laughs> That's all it is. Future, Amazing. The, the food colouring, the ice cold disappointment. They are right. All right. Now the new the new Chaser Quarterly is out. Twenty years of mediocrity. It's our question, uh, dodgy highlights from the past twenty years. Charles, who gets it? Well, I mean, dearly, this sounds like the worst thing in the world. Oh, yeah, but, three weeks of repeating. Yeah, but I, I think you can't go past sugar-free Zuba dupers. It's, it's pointless. I think Jason's got to get the call. Yeah, that was as disappointing as the book itself. Well yeah. done, Jason. You're beautiful. A strange things happen in, in our relationship with America, which is that we're being accused, uh, we've been dragged into this whole controversy with with Trump and spying in Russia and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. The thing that's really bizarre about it mm. is the man at the centre of it all, the man who uh, basically the American government seems to think is a dubious spy passing secrets to the enemy, Alexander Downer, of all people. Mm. That, you wouldn't have picked it, would you? <laughs> no, it, you don't sort of think... Oh, high power, high powered uh, sort of James Bond spy, yeah. Alexander Downer. Alexander Downer, he was that sort of foppish one mm. from Adelaide, wasn't he? He, he had was. the, the sort of British accent, silver spoon in his mouth, yeah, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Right. Yes, was yeah. was uh, opposition leader for about five minutes and then disgraced himself. Foreign minister for a long time, and this is the thing: because they don't know anything about Australia, they don't realise that Downer's actually on their side of politics. They think he's a Clinton friend. Ah, right. And the guy, so he had a drink with a guy in London, George Papadopoulos. And actually was the person who found out that Trump and Russia had records on Clinton. So a very big moment in that whole story. And bizarrely enough, they're actually making a movie about Alexander Downer's time as a super spy. For years, we thought he was a privileged twit. The name's Downer, Alexander Downer. He was a privileged twit. But he was also Australia's most famous secret agent. So, Mr. Papadopoulos, shall we have a drinky-poo? A uh, vodka martini shaken uster? No, a nice Sauvignon Blanc from the Adelaide Hills. And stumbled upon the greatest intelligence discovery this century. Uh, the Russians are helping Trump get dirt on Hillary. My God, Sir Edmund Hillary. He uncovered the world's biggest scandal. Sir, Trump and the Russians have dirt on Hillary Duff. Thanks, Alex. We'll take it from here. All the action. I'm going to kill you, Downer. Oh, yeah? It's time you met the things that batter. I'm a psychopathic assassin, and even I think that's a terrible thing to say. Alexander Downer, secret agent. You won't believe he discovered anything useful at all. No one was more surprised than me, old chap. Radio Chaser on Triple M. To talk about the grand final at long last. What what do we think? Well, Are we upset? Are we happy for the for the roosters? Well, Don, before we do that, can we just do this? If Monday was a person, would Monday be the bully or would people bully Monday? That's right. We're playing ethical dilemmas here. And the first one is an absolute doozy this week. If Monday was a person, would Monday be the bully or would people bully Monday? 
Oh, man. Oh, that's very it's profound. It's getting deep. He's, he's, he's getting deep and, and abstract here. Yeah, because he's actually now, um, he's actually 11 years old now, my son. Right. And so, he's, so he's old enough to be on serious drugs, obviously. Well, yeah, because the whole idea is, you know, Monday is horrible to people. Like, we always blame Monday, but mm. we're actually blaming Monday for our own failings. I think people. Monday was bullied earlier and is now bullying us in a horrible cycle. Year mm. after year, mm. forever. Or is yeah, it the other way around? We're bullying Monday by blaming it. Well, for... maybe we need a sort of, you know, a thoughtful day where we ask, "Are you okay, Monday?" Or I mean, yeah. is this guy... I, look, this is this is doing my head in. You know, I, we... I think your I think your son needs like serious therapy. Oh, well, yeah. I think and he's too he... smart for us now. Actually, I don't think we have <laughs> yeah. the yeah. brains yeah. to answer that. We question. might have to go on to my eight-year-old son so we can get some simpler <laughs> questions. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's woke. He's, he's off the charts. Yeah, okay. Um, well, we, we do have a, a, a second one, which, which might be more, more simple for you two. Would you rather only live outside and do everything outside or the same thing but inside? <laughs> mm. That's a great question. That is a very good question. Yeah. Would you like to uh, well, only uh, live outside or only live inside? Yeah. Is that I, the... I think you're uniquely unqualified to answer this question. Both of you have only ever lived inside. <laughs> well, yeah, I've never stepped outside. I'm yeah. not going out there. <laughs> I guess you, this is... Like, do you want to be one of those one of those locked in people, like in Japan, who never yeah. leave their bedroom? Yeah. Yes, or please. to be sleeping rough? What yeah. a choice! Well, I think it's more like, do you want to be Bear Grylls on the one hand, or Julian Assange on the other? Oh wow, <laughs> definitely in that case, not Julian Assange. That's a very easy dilemma once you put it in those terms. <laughs> Andrew, do you? <laughs> no, no. I, look, I, I'm an Assange through and through. <laughs> he was, he was, uh, yeah. was light skinned as Assange almost. I'm yeah. jealous of Assange. I think he's got the most wonderful life. I would love to be locked up in an embassy. <laughs> Where I never had to well, go out there in the horrible, you know, with insects and sunshine. It's now a prison he's locked up in. Um, well, fine. All better. There's no way of accidentally walking outside. Gosh, imagine how he must fan. feel on a Monday. Yes. Um, okay, and now uh, for the final dilemma. Would you rather drown in a tsunami or burn to death by a volcano? Mm. <laughs> oh dear, what a what a choice! Actually, it makes me think. Next time that there's an active volcano, we should arrange a tsunami to to, to take it out, shouldn't we? Oh, the tsunami or the volcano? Look, I, I look. I mean, burning in a volcano—that'd be pretty horrible. That lava, you know, it'd be bad if it's especially if it started at your feet. You yeah. Know? All right, I've got a well, dilemma. Mind you, I reckon neither of them would be as bad as sugar-free ice cream. Now, Radio Chaser. Now we've got Kennedy Malloy coming up, and then of course the Rush Hour of MG. Post-grand final um, giant show for him. But we've got to get in first because we are, as everyone knows, the rugby league show oh, here absolutely. on Triple M. And we've, but we've been sort of teasing everyone all show yep. to say we're going to talk about the grand final. We're going to give our wrap of the biggest game of rugby league of the year. And look, there's so much to pick apart, isn't there? There about is. the NRL. There's the, uh, there's the, all the controversy. Yes. They've got well, the passion. Charles, but before you go on with that mm. list, yeah. we, we don't have time for you to do the list. What? We don't have time for you to do that list. Well, so we just deep dive straight into the conversation about That's the That's all we've got time final. for. See you tomorrow right here on Radio Chaser. Triple M's Radio Chaser.